Welcome to the basement. Welcome to the basement. What up, though? Yo, growing up, I only ever had two constants in my life. My granddad's basement and my granddad's basement. There's something you can ride to, something you can vibe to, something you can chill to, something you can smoke to, something that'll make you think, something that'll make you feel good. I'm just a dude from a trailer park trying to figure out the universe. How deep you want to go? 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 Welcome back to the basement, guy. <laughs> Thanks for having me, baby. It's been like a year and a half since we last canceled. Yeah, I know. My state of mind at that time, that was, it was Friday the 13th, March, March, Friday, March 13th, 2020, that we were scheduled for. Mm-hmm. And like that week was just when the world, the, the United States was just a, in an abrupt just rumble. Like yeah. what is going on? What is everything was just rumbling? And I was like, hey man, I might have to go to the grocery store. Like that, I still got business to attend to. Like I don't know what I'm gonna. Go. We're out out of food. They might be shutting stuff down. Right. What is happening? The mm-hmm. melee had begun, and I, I'm going back like. The grocery store shelves, like low on no, there was never out of food, at least over here. Mm-hmm. But like the eerie feeling in the grocery store and looking at people weird, and then like as time goes on and we find out more and hear more and learn more, and it's just it's nice to be where we are today. Oh just, man, it's so just a, a lot of melee, but yeah, I'm, I'm super thankful that we're allowed to be back to kind of somewhat normalcy because that was a very weird time. And even with, like, we never truly shut down. Like, Not out here, Tucson, for sure. Tucson, yeah. at least. And uh, pretty much the state, like, the governor's list of essential workers was vast. Yeah. Like, it was, Definitely it, a it, large it, list. It, it was long. But although people were still affected, and, sure. you know, not to take oversight of people who were affected the greatest way if they lost, you know, someone uh, close to them or their own life. And, and, and as we still roll through this. But, man, getting back to some sense of normalcy sure is nice. So, but... We were talking the other day about education and in all the the melee of the world and everything we've been through just as people and to where we are as dads and still relatively new dads. How are you dadding right now? Oh, man. Oh, well, so uh, the cool part is I'm able to actually bring the boys. Well, so early on in the like starting like March of last year, like my wife was like, no, nah, we're not bringing the kids out shopping anymore. Like. They're gonna, cause we're lucky we have grandma at home who watches the kids, right? So on the front end, we're like, okay, we gotta take care of grandma, right? Cause she's at one of the most at risk uh, types of age groups that could potentially have some detriment to COVID or whatever, right? So we're like, okay, so we can't bring the kids out anywhere either because if the kids get something, they're gonna be fine, but then they give it to grandma, we gotta be careful. So the kids didn't do anything, they stayed at home and we were babysat. That's really what they were doing. So we're blessed to not have to, you know, deal with the shutdowns and the schools and like having to re-coordinate our whole lives around schools opening, schools closing and things like that. So we started being a little bit more open with going out and stuff um, end of last year. And then we got my oldest, he enrolled in, in, in baseball, so T-ball. So we started the sports stuff, which is fantastic. I was the coach of the T-ball team, um, of course. Of course. Uh, which I was roped into. Um, but it was great. So as far as dadding goes, it's just finally getting able to go out again and feeling good about 
you know, having the children out, having the kids go to the playground without worrying about, you know, all the worries that uh, people implant in your brain as far as what's real and what's fake and what should you be worried about and what shouldn't you be worried about and just kind of like deciphering all of the uh, noise and figuring out what's best for you and your family and, and analyzing your own risk profile and tolerance with what you can feel good about doing. You know, our path was similar <clears throat> last year. Like we pulled it home from daycare. Is everyone daycare full time? And we just shut it down pretty much from March to summer, mm-hmm. like June or July. I think it was like July 1st. It was like three full months. We were just here, just kicking. And I would, we were all working from home. Megan works from home anyways. Right. So, and then I would just go tend to appointments as needed. And I just got that flexibility. That's still real estate and we got technology to, to make it work. Sure. But we, then we went back to school for the family's sake and with, you know, kind of the boss's approval, like, they, I get paid a little bit in time. I work half the week from home. So four days a week, I'm just here, attend, you know, immediate calls, emails mm-hmm. still, but still getting good family time in. And then if I got, when Megan gets off in the afternoon, I'll hit an appointment if needed. But so it's, it's a good lot of quality time. So when things started to open back up like more in full, cause there, I mean, we weren't shut down, but we were, there were still restrictions on sure. eateries and, oh, you and, couldn't and, go to a bar. and bars, movie theaters. <laughs> right. I mean, like the big stuff was like still all shut down. It was pretty much grocery store and then takeout opened up, but everybody, everybody lived through it. But we went back to part-time daycare at that time. Okay. So then, so now I still do kind of that pandemic schedule just four days a week because I'm seven days a week. So mm-hmm. it's just real estate works on, on calendar days, not business days, Right. which sucks because lenders and title are a bigger part of the equation as far as getting it done. And they don't work weekends. weekends off, so it's, baby. Like, it's just like, uh, okay, well, this is, is what it is. It's an interesting balancing act. But, um, so yeah, good quality family time, but it saddens me. So all that kind of true, just all kind of uneasy. What do we do here? Uh, okay, let's get some more information and then go back out into the world and, and, and dadding and kids with masks. One thing that saddens me is our daycare. There's still the teachers are masked, and I I understand it from like public health. Like I, sure. I I get it. I understand it. It, just, it saddens me from the perspective of. Uh, interaction just social cues oh yeah you know reading people's faces and yes they're getting it from each other but also seeing it from an adult in the day like i just ah, oh, what if i don't know i guess i could make a request that they get clear masks or or, or something i i I, uh, I don't know i don't know what that looks like on a large scale but i just kind of roll with it my kids yeah, don't get to see their teachers faces every day and it's just kind of an important part of growing up yeah it's not normal it's weird very weird. Yeah. And and, and so what I the don't, heck, man? Oh, dude, don't, don't even get me started on that. I, are they vaccinated? No, they're too young. No, the, the teachers. Oh, that I don't know. Well, you would think Pro- that they probably, probably are, Probably right? some of them. Yeah, by, yeah stats so would like suggest So like as, an, edu- as an educator, you'd have to imagine that they probably understand that the social uh, interactions and verbal or nonverbal cues that you give when teaching and coaching and implementing and changing our youth. And that they get at home. They need all the time. I, I'm telling you, I, I don't understand it, but whatever. It drives Hopefully, me. everyone can uh, can make up the the loss of things and interactions that that people lost, especially the kids. Not everybody gets what I 
or even we have, you know, a freedom of that schedule. There's kids who are at that daycare from 6 a.m. till 5, or maybe 6 p.m. Right. I think they're open till 6. Mm-hmm. And there's parents who are in that position. Right. Like that that they're scraping by just to pay daycare sure. and all their overhead goes to the rent. And, and so their kids are getting like less of that interaction. Like I, I feel confident in my parent parenting skills and abilities up to this point and mm-hmm. just living with hindsight, what I went through and, and just really putting forth a, a different type of effort than I see that I have been accustomed to, or that I really see regularly uh, anyways. But to realize there's kids in different positions who need that portion of the education system is, it's just hard. It just, it just hurts my heart. Yeah, it's hard. Like, like, it's, it's, and I, 100%. I, I, when I think about, when I think about education and when I think about um, schooling for our youth, right, I don't, and, and maybe this is wrong of me to think this way, and I haven't really put a whole bunch of thought into the the right or wrong of it, but I'm not thinking about my kids. I really am not. My kids are blessed. Your kids are blessed. We're going to be all right. Why? Because we are here. We're here for our kids. We're giving them education daily by just being home with us, being able to interact with us. There are a lot of kids who don't have that. I sit on that ball when I'm making music and like just they're they're starting, Daddy, you want to do push-ups? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just setting that example, being present in the house, like, and putting those things forth. And, and yeah, those people who are relying on some portion of the education system, whether that's pre kinder care, well, you know, public, or, or if it's like a private school, I, I think so. I think that seventy percent. I don't know what the exact numbers are, but I would bet that it's a very large percent of children rely and get majority of their coaching teaching. From school, yes. parents working, parents not around, parents non-existent, whatever the situation is, right? School needs to be that place, that safe haven, that kids feel safe and that kids are getting taught other than math and English, like getting taught the skills that are required in life because a lot of kids don't have or get that coaching from home, which is sad. Yeah, it's interesting, the, the battle of education, and we were talking a little bit about this last week. Like ever since the American Revolution, like the the original uh, idea behind having public education was reading, writing, arithmetic, just the basics, so you can become an informed citizen sure. and part actively participate within this democracy. Mm-hmm. Like we are we are doing something new. Like everybody is going to be provided like this, and then it's been a battle ever since of what, and we've never got to the what, mm-hmm. but we're still at a point where. You know what are we teaching all all of these kids a certain way, and it um, as of late and for generations at this point, it's teaching to the point of a test. Uh, you know, while right. mem- memorization is a great skill to have and should be taught and coached, like that shouldn't be the standard of which funding is drawn. People learn in in different ways, and I just see there's this student centered learning approach, and it's it's small but but growing. I don't know if there's any in, in our area. I'd mm-hmm. love to I'd love to find out. Uh, if there's student-centered learning <clears throat> from a young age. And it started, I don't know who started it, but in Sunday school type stuff and then into preschools. And now there's like small uh, elementary age schools that are student-centered learning and they give the student the 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 who, you know, it's us in this classroom and the what, right? this is this is what we're doing and they got to figure out the, the, the why and the, the how, how, they, how they get 
how they get there. Like so, and it's with each other, and it really interaction amongst each other is how we really get through society as we get large groups of, you know, we have super spreader events these days where where we're all interacting, having a good time and enjoying each other's company and and sharing stories and getting on the same page. And that's kind of student centered learning. Okay. What's the objective? Right. Yes. I'm talking about our objective is just to have a good time and unwind at the end of the week, but Hey, what is our team? What is our real estate team doing? What is our uh, financial, uh, uh, what is your official title? Financial planner. planner. Financial planner. Financial my, services professional. What is my financial planning team right. doing? So stu- that's that's one thing, I, my big takeaway of a different approach to education. Let's teach people how to interact together in our society and about the society. Right. I mean, yeah, we go over three branches of, of government and it doesn't go much further, like real deep histories. And then really explain stuff. I'd like to see education laid out in a way that includes everything that's in our society to include, you know, firearms, to include drugs, drug Mm -hmm. use, drug prevention. Let's, I mean, let's take dare and just look at it from a different perspective. Like let's really teach kids what it is at a young age as they get into more growing adolescence and pubescent years, show them how drugs can affect you. And then, you know, more actual chemical, how this reacts with your body at a high level in the high school age and, you know, break it down just scientifically from, from, from everything from, you know, marijuana, cocaine, CBD, uh, all all different avenues, steroids. Like, what are what is this really doing? And, and you know, just all kinds of the right. chemistry behind it, you know, mixed with the the biology, all, all we're learning. And then my, another idea to go further, just with guns, the same same concept. Hey, little kids, we have guns in this society. This is basic gun safety. If you happen to roll into a situation where you're in an environment where one of these shows up, you're not to touch this. Like this is this is bad. You know, peep, kids get hurt, and then expand upon that all the way up into high school. Where okay, now we're getting into use. Right. And I mean, that's not that uncommon in a lot of places that's uh, where hunting's prevalent. Iowa, Wisconsin. I mean, there's hunter safety you have to take if you're under, in school under a certain. No, if your parents are. Approve you to get a hunting license before right. you can go hunt. The state mandates right. that you can't. Yeah. Hunter safety is not offered through school. Right, but that's but the but where are they getting it? Right, they're getting it from their parents. They're getting it Ultimate, from people who ultimately. are. That's, and that's where it should be coming from. But I agree with you. What you're saying is okay. Well, we know that statistically speaking, the the quote unquote nuclear family is almost disintegrating across our. I won't say disintegrating, but it's not as prevalent as it as it once was. Where there was that education coaching happening more frequently let's just say and it's not happening anymore so how do we get that into these children's lives if it's not happening at home school yeah i agree how do we have a gun how does it how does a gun safety class make sense in like you just said an elementary setting up to a high school setting i don't know why we're not talking about that stuff why aren't we implementing those types of changes into our class why are we wasting our time uh, thinking about, you know, common core math. And if that makes sense for us to be doing in our, like, listen, I get it. There's a room for making sure that we're teaching our kids the right mathematics to keep up with the standard across the globe. Right. But at the end of the day, what about how this interaction affects somebody? Right. What is, why is this happening the way this is happening in your life right now? Right. Helping these children, kids, teens cope with, life as opposed to just always going home and worried about having to do their you know social studies homework right 
maybe creating something that makes them excited about learning, you know, again, this is going down to the education of there's good teachers and bad teachers, right? Like the yeah. good ones, they make you related to your life, right? Just I equate it to like religion too. Like when I used to go to church, the best church experiences I had were the people who were relating it to something that was happening in life right then, right? Like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, September 11th just happened and we just had two, you know, trade centers go down and we have a terrorist attacks happening and we're going to war. What would God say about all this? What does the Bible say about how to handle all of this stuff, right? That, those are real things that people want to, I think it makes it more real for people as opposed to, oh, don't kill people. Well, okay, thanks, dude. Like, I appreciate that. But help me understand how I should handle this and how the Bible is telling me how to how to think about things that are happening currently in a current event situation. Same thing should be happening with education. Same thing should be happening with everything in our life is equating it to something real so that people actually learn. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're just preaching. Yep. And, and that gives just a, a forces introspection. Yeah. And, like, and, de- and allows analyzation as well, just the psychology and the psychological makeup. We clearly have a mental health issue and it's probably just been something that's been slowly growing and growing and growing as we've become an, an older young sure. country. As we grow as a country, just more things are happening that have never happened before. So well, and I think we have together this, to figure all that out. I think we have, I think these things have probably been happening from the mental health side for a while. Right. But you, sure. add, you, add, but yeah. we yeah. just now can diagnose it a little bit yeah. differently. Yeah. Right. And, and, Technology. You add in technology into that whole thing with the social media and all that. I mean, you create, there's there's this room for creating new disorders or mental health issues because, like you said, there's things that have just, they weren't around 20 years ago to even be studied. So, I mean, we always have to be adapting to that. So, all this happening in the world today, and, and, and like we said, we're going to be all right. Right. So what are the specific things? Just how are you dadding? What is your what is your just from a dad perspective? Mm-hmm. You know, we got to figure we're entrepreneurs and businessmen and husbands and husbands and wives parent together, but they're still mom and mm-hmm. dad. So what is what does dad guy look like? Dude, creating just a well-rounded bad motherfucker excuse my language yeah like that's my yeah (laughs) be be, give a shit right care about people care about humans care about everybody but do so like a badass like don't be over emotional don't be under emotional understand you're gonna fail fail allow yourself to fail try 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 right i've i've been throwing baseballs to my two-year-old for the last two years of his life and he can't hit him but we don't stop we keep throwing him because eventually you're going to be able to hit it right eventually you're gonna get it right he watches his brother who is the same way he couldn't throw he couldn't hit a ball that i was throwing to him he Mm -hmm. hit it off the tee yeah but now he's watching his brother starting to have some success of hitting it and now he gets more excited because now he sees that growth he sees that development but you're if you, if you give up when you suck at something, you're never going to realize if you had a chance to even be good at it, right? Now, again, I think there's caveats to all of that. But at, going back to the question is, I'm a big believer that you have to fail. And you have to fail a lot. Resiliency. 
It builds up strength of character. It builds up strength of knowing that you can do anything you want to if you actually want to, right? Because yeah. anytime you fail, and this is super cliche, is when you stop trying. You fail when you quit. Yeah, that's I love true it. failure. Agree. So my kids, I'm hoping, I'm showing them through my actions and how I coach them on the on whether it's baseball or whether it's you know coloring like we were we were I was coloring with my oldest yesterday and he, he I I'm a, I'm a I like to draw too and I drew this like desert landscape cuz he wanted me to draw a desert so he could put a dinosaur in it and he goes dad how did you how did you draw those mountains I said just look at it and try so he did and he and he tried and it wasn't great right but it, he got like mountainous background I'm like okay now try it like this right and I showed him kind of another way to do it and so he, he, I wanted him to keep trying and, and failing at it so he could realize to, to do it better instead of just saying, oh, man, just figure it out, man. You figure it out on your own. Well, no, yes, I want that too, but I want to be there to coach you along you failing while you're failing, right? Like it's not going to be great your first time. Mm-hmm. Usually it's not going to be great your second time or third time, but eventually it can be great, and that's if anything. So I think as a dad is, is just being there to coach through the failure is something that I don't think I had a lot growing up. My dad just told me to keep trying, right? Keep going, keep going. Like he, he was, he never said, hey, God, give up, right? But he never gave me uh, uh, methods of how to cope or handle the failure as it's happening when I still want to keep doing it, right? Example, I played baseball, right? I'm very, I'm an athlete. He knew I needed to get practice at fielding ground balls. Well, my, my dad never played baseball growing up, so he was not a coach at baseball. He knew enough, but he didn't know the intricacies that I ended up learning as I grew older, right? So I needed to get professional coaching. But when my dad took me out to Udall Park to hit ground balls at me, he would just rocket ground balls at me and tell me to get in front of him. Like, that was it, right? So here I am thinking the only way that I can be successful today is just get in front of this baseball so my dad doesn't, you know, think I suck, right? When what I needed was, okay, dad, I'm trying to get in front of this ball and field it, but I am, I don't know how to do what you're telling me to do, right? Like coach me on how to do it the right way, right? Move your feet, get the ball on the first hop if you can, right? Use one hand if you can, because me, I'm just sitting back here just getting lit up in my chest, right? If he just would have said, be aggressive on getting the ball, Cause I'm sitting back on my heels, letting the ball just come up and just crush me. Cause I'm just trying to keep it in front of me. Whereas if I took the offense while playing defense, that's what switched up here. But I didn't switch until I got to junior college. Oh, you know what I mean? Like I was always defensively paying, playing defense. Mm-hmm. When I started offensively playing defense, my game changed, but it, God, if I could have had that type of now again, would if you would have said it, would it have stuck? I don't know. Right. But I never got a chance to get it. So I don't know. So I want to be there to coach and I want to help people as they're failing so that I can help them hopefully learn how to not fail as much and elevate quicker. That's dad. Hell yeah. And I'm trying to make some bad motherfuckers too. And the little one's bad. He's do the young ones are so on it. Mm-hmm. Potty training early just because yep. like he's like, well, I, 
I don't want this thing on either. Then if he's if he's doing that, I'm right. gonna use the potty too. So just and just strength and feistiness and and all things. But yeah, no, the the encouragement I took encouragement away from that as well. Um, like my kids, they go up the stairs, and I always whoever gets to the, yep, you won, yep, you won. Mm-hmm. So almost even if it's just the little one by himself going upstairs for nap time, he's like, I won. Just like you, you won, dude, you won. Heck yeah, you won. But they were up the stairs at different times. And the baby G got upstairs first. And big G was the stairs turn. It's like on that landing. And Mm -hmm. he just like lays down on the landing. Like, and I was like, (laughs) dude, that's okay. I told you earlier, you need to watch out. There's going to be a day where he gets you. Right. I just said that to you like a little bit ago. That's why you got to like be cool with him. But also just because you lost doesn't make you a loser. Get up. Let's go. It's right. time. Get up. Get up. Get up. Stop crying on the stairs. This right. isn't time to cry. We don't cry over toys. We don't cry over, over your brother beating you up the stairs. Like there's a time to cry. Like that's cool. But... Come on, it's bedtime. Go. Right. And I'm I, my, one of like one of the things I do when they're freaking out, I just grab them and just breathe, mm-hmm. breathe. I just I just stop every I just stop everything and hand up, hand down, breathe, breathe. And sometimes I'll grab them, but it's just like just chill. And that seems to like just have them cool out. Like we don't like they get mad. They get as mad as any toddlers have got or or, or will get, like for sure. But. See, that has seemed to work for me in, in, in my household. Anybody out there looking for any type of techniques, right. like like just uh, stop and breathe, just stop. Everything just stop. Let's focus on our breath. Okay, and I started doing that uh, immediately right. Right when Big G was less than one, like months, months old, just, oh, just chill. Mm-hmm. Or you know what? I can't. I don't even know how old he was. However old, like season one of This Is Us. Like, but I don't remember if that started before or after that, kids. But I snagged it off of there. I was like, yeah. I really like the the dad. Do you watch This Is Us? I've seen a couple. I have not seen the whole the whole right. series, but the, I've seen some of the. I think I saw it on some airplanes when I was flying. One of the, one. There's multiple dads in the series. One of the dads, he grabbed his son's both hands over his ears and just breathe. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I like that. I'm yeah. I'm gonna use that. So sometime around. Big G getting born uh, right. as a kid or, or prior pregnancy. I, I don't know. I have to really check the calendar on that. But wow, as long as as long as it works and as long as they they does. understand, right? And it works with the baby too. So I, there might be something to it, or it's just my kids. They just that's just their temperament. Sure, you, know, you never know. All, all things are different. Um, but yeah, that that positive encouragement, being there, being in the household. You know, one thing I was thinking, and you could tell me if you do something like this or what your I thought is of it. Like I was just, and I don't know what age to instill it, and there's no too early, I guess. But specific parent and kid day. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking that because like my kids, they go to their grandma's house, and then yeah, mom and dad get a little bit of time. Where it happens at weird times these days, like in 2020, when people are home working for our since since pandemically speaking, and schedules are still shifting for a lot of people there's mm-hmm. still just a massive shift and just societal shift and just demographic shift mm-hmm. uh, uh, housing market everything is is wicked and, and, and wild right now but so my kids will randomly go to their grandma's house but it's not necessarily time my wife and i get together right. because i'll be working and or she'll be working so at times weird. but i think that would be cool to you we emphasis parental date night 
Yep. And kids get to have their time with their grandparents. So why not specific parent and, and kid date night as well as family date sure. nights? I think that would be something I'm going to look into throwing yeah. in the family structure. No, I think that's, I know people who do that. I have not done that with my family yet. Um, I don't know if, I don't think they're uh, too early, right? I mean, there's no such thing as like doing it too early, right? I just love having everyone together. Instilling traditions. I mean, I think that's, yeah. that's big for, uh, yeah, all things. We do this just, I mean, one of my main focuses, one of my main goals is to just make a, a place of like familial familiarity. Mm-hmm. Like there's just places I, I can't go. I don't have that. And you know, I think that would be cool for my kids to always just go to mom and dad's house. And no matter what, if it's Friday, it's it's family movie night. Like somebody's right. going to be there watching a the movie. It's, it's it's always family movie night. Right. They can do that with their respective families. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping to add in game night. And I understand things are going to grow and change. And there's going to, you know, family game night's going to be replaced with game game night. You know, right. we, got, we got a ball game tonight. Exactly. So, so and we'll maneuver and, and go through that as it goes. But it's still like just even Thanksgiving or, or whatever that looks like. It, it, we even have a funny one. Like Thanksgiving is like my thing. So, and our family's small. It's like, so that's, that's like, that's part of the change. Like we don't, like my dad's side of the family is, it's really big, like extended generations under one roof. And, but I grew up like outside of that, and a lot of people have – I mean, family stuff happens. Time goes. People grow and fall apart and, and relocate and things like that. So, But I want to kind of you know, do something like that where – you know, and but we, where we talk about stuff. Like mm-hmm. there's – I mean, all I think all families probably, you know, have historically for the most part had – problems communicating with one another sure and that's one of the things that i'm trying to that's what i'm getting at trying to change and instill in our household because when it is thanksgiving it's just my mother-in-law my brother-in-law me my wife and our two kids like and and, you know there's some you know been a few people other people in and out you know briefly uh, throughout the years just somebody was in extended family friend in town randomly for a holiday like that and that's fantastic or her dad was here uh for a christmas a Christmas and a New Year's a couple of years ago. Mm. So just, just the pastors. But so like but Thanksgiving's my shit. Like I love Thanksgiving. I love hosting it. Just come over. Don't worry about a thing. Food, family, and love. If you want to throw a game on in the background, right, right on and fire it up. Like it's all good. That's my shit. So just that. And a lot of families do that. That's not, but that's one thing that for example, an easy tradition to instill mm-hmm. or seemingly easy. You know, some people are in are in different spots. But right. but then like we have Christmas, family Christmas. It's my mother-in-law's Christmas, but we do it over here. So we're set up for, for a little differently. So it's, right. it's again, the whole family. Your house is baby-proof, and, probably, right? Oh, yeah. And that's, yeah. It's, that's the most important part. Yeah, it's like, why don't, can we just do it here? Like, right. so, you know, we don't get out much, like, because we're set up. Just, can you yeah. just come over here? We, no, we like having people over. But, um, and, and I try to get my kids together with their cousins as much as possible. Do you got... Your, your brother got kids? Uh, yeah, so my brother, but he lives in Nashville. So oh. my, 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 I have an eight-year-old cousin, or they have an eight-year-old cousin. Um, he's my nephew. So, But they live in Nashville. And then all the rest of my uh, family, from a cousin's standpoint, all lives in Long Island. So my wife's sisters uh, live in Boston and Long Island, respectively. And then uh, we're actually heading out there on Wednesday of this week. Uh, for a week to nice. see all those uh, people because we haven't been out there. That was another thing that kind of shifted was 
we usually go see my wife's family like two times, three times a year. Um, and that didn't happen. Hmm. Right. And they didn't come out here either because they live in New York and uh, the rules out there were really crazy for a while. So, you know, my in-laws haven't seen my, haven't seen our youngest since he was like six months old. Wow. And he's two and a half. You know what I mean? Like that's a long time. And, and you know, I mean, people listening know like from six months to two, a lot of change. Yeah. Right. I mean, shoot, he wasn't even walking when, right. when they saw him last. And now he's running around and he's potty trained and he can talk. Yep. You know, it's like, they're not even going to recognize this kid. And that's what's sad. But, um, all our cousins and stuff, we, we, we usually see, you know, twice, three times a year. Cause that's where most of them are. And we have a lot of them. I mean, her oldest has three kids. Her middle has her second or youngest has two kids. And we have a bunch of other ones out there that they're always around too. So that's fun. Oh, it's great. Getting the kids together is the best part. Did, do you have cousins that you're close with growing up? No. Yeah. I just never had. I had a cousin who, uh, she lives here now. Um, her name is Michaela, but like we were never like close, close. You know what I mean? Like, and then all my other cousins that live back in Indiana because that's where my mom and dad grew up. So I, I never grew up with any family like that. It was always my brother, my mom, my dad. Yeah. Yeah. I have six first cousins on my dad's side and we're all born like late 80 December of 83 so we're all born like 84 to uh 87 wow and then my dad has two my my sisters so there's nine like cousins in my generation with my two sisters being just a little bit younger mm. uh 90 and 95 so they're just a little bit younger but we're all all my cousins are the same age but I grew up like out of that side of the family um one of them has passed, so we're clearly all we're all younger, younger than forty. Uh, one of them has passed young. One a lot of a lot of trauma there, a lot of psychological trauma there, and I don't really have that great of a relationship with my cousins. Like it's all love. Like we're, do they still live back? We're all cool. Most of them are in uh, in Minnesota. Minnesota, right? Yeah, kind of just spread about the the metro Minneapolis metro area St Paul metro area and then a couple have made it to Arizona uh, Phoenix area or some out in sticks <laughs> out, <laughs> out in the desert somewhere uh, but yeah so that it's an interesting relationship so I tried that was one of our things when we were in Minnesota it was just us it's like well your family's and my family's in Phoenix my my two sisters and they got kids and then Megan's family's all here in Tucson. So I was like, let's go just be around the family. We can make Phoenix to Tucson work. Like it's, you know, two, two and a half hours. It's, it's a full day ordeal. And sure. no, no matter what time the event is, it's blackout all day. We're going to Phoenix. So. Yep. But we, 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 we do our best and make it work. We're supposed to be going up there ne- next weekend. Between my two sisters, there's like five kids there, you know, so, and their boyfriends. So it's a whole big, big event, a draining, straining affair. But it's, it's just really cool having... The kids together. Kids with their cousins. Yeah. Like, there's just something about being with your first cousins that was a little missed for me. Like, I was there at first with all those six cousins mm-hmm. and and me, so there's seven of us. And then I was just gone slowly, less and less, so I'm not there. So, And that's those really, really psychologically formative years. Sure. And my dad's... Just my dad and his two sisters. They got... I mean, so they're... And they're all close in age, so it was like a very young 
family with a bunch of kids. It's just right. my dad, his two sisters, all our kids, and then grandma. Like that, and, that, and then great grandma, but great grandma was doing great grandma, like. You're old at that point. She, I, the whole the whole family tree. I can't even I can't even break it down verbally. It requires just a diagram, you need a map, a diagram of how all things you know get back together and get to me. Just a lot of half siblings. All my siblings are half siblings. Like so, just the 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 unstableness of just so many things just makes me just like stop. Mm-hmm. That is over. Like all all things from past generations and here, mm-hmm. and I was just mainly talking about my dad's side, but my mom's side's kind of just at best like middle class, like and there's nothing wrong with that. I don't mean that in a bad way, but just like no, you're just describing it, you know, like there's some close people that I know where gay son who's in the closet because you know for fear of his parents one child chose to be um a nomad just he chose chose in the early 90s he was just going to be homeless just live under the piers in, in california and has since upgraded to a really nice van real smart duke just autistic chose off the grid like uh an addict and b- abused and battered woman these are the three kids so two mm. two boys and a girl and then that was a blended family where that also had three kids there's molestation evolved between the six of them Jesus. and schizophrenia involved and like that's just and that's real close and it's hard to get out of those patterns when it's so not too far removed from from me like it's it's there's weird stuff going on not that far back so there's just a lot of trauma and mixed with trauma on both sides, and and here I am. So it's like, man, it's just so much fuckery, and it's it's all in, in me to kill it. Like so, it's just just end that and set a different trend off of people who know how to cope and have have resiliency mm-hmm. and can do all of the things. Will be able to bounce back. Who can get up? Who can work with a team with a group? Who can follow instruction? Who can lead? Who knows when it's time to do either? Like and persist and continue to grow and advance and, and on and hopefully spread it to the next generation. Right. I mean, that's a, if I could look back as the head of like four generations, like five, six, if we got some teenage pregnancies, it's going to get to a certain point I can't control. And, uh, True. So, so if we get a few mistakes and some, right. some, some young ones before I pass at a hundred some odd years old, yeah. like, so be it. I think that would just be really cool to look at, you know, and I, and it, it you know, I got to see something not too similar from that. It was a granddad, daughter, son, and a baby. So I was just with a four generation, and that stuff. Three is common, you know. Get a parent and a grandparent and your kid together, and that that's cool to mm-hmm. me. Just just seeing that, I see that you know every day. You right. get to see my my, my mother in law, my wife, and their kids. Like it's it's really cool to see that. And then when you get to four and see where people really come from, I'm just a weirdo. Like I had, no. I saw what my. My dad, my foot, and my sister's foot, all the same. I was with one of my best friends. His initials are tattooed and in, in, on, on my ass cheek. Uh, but it was like him, his dad, and his sister, all they were just barefoot, just happened to be sitting there. I looked at their feet, and I was just like, man, that's crazy. Just genetics is crazy to me. So like, But with that, there's a flip side of that coin where you can get 
trauma and trauma as well that sure. that filters down, and that's where a lot of mental health issues do begin. Is is nature, and then it's how it's nurtured. So to go back to the point of education, circle back, bring this to some type of make, right. it, make it make sense. Right. If we can get people more involved with working together and recognize people's habits, traumas, and, and behavioral patterns, and get them just in in the right places where they need to be. And if that means they need some help, then then we do as such. It's a different type of of special education for for that. Just just a different attack on on education. So, but I last year was crazy. This year's still crazy, and I think we're still a, a while before we're kind of really said there's still so much demographically reconfiguration like it oh yeah yeah the, um, everything it was definitely a weird shake-up last year for sure but i also think it, nothing's ever really been normal yeah you know what that. i mean like there's always something going on that's weird now granted this was really weird because like the mask thing like it was like a physical weird like you could see it you could see how weird everything was. Now it's like, I look back and I'm like, okay, yeah, but like, there's always been stuff like that. Not like to that extent, but like, there's always weird stuff going on every single year in our, in our world. Right. And then it's, it's, this one was just, this one was just hyped, I guess. Shit was lit. You know what I mean? Like it got, was lit. yeah, you know what I mean? So definitely, um, I think what happens is we just have to get away from trying to think that everything's going to get back to normal because I don't think it ever was. Yeah, that's a very good perspective. I like that. I like that a lot. I mean, it's it's all humans are involved. Yeah. So it's all shaky and dicey to begin with. And, and honestly, when I re- really step back, really step back and pull myself away from my life and look at it overhead in my household, the only thing that really changed was my schedule. Mm-hmm. Nothing changed. Like I feel... And felt I live a life that was pandemic ready. And now right. I preach, be pandemic ready. Yeah. Have your hygiene on point. Have your wellness on point. Amen. Have your have your gut health all in check so your brain is functioning properly. Be a little bit active. You know, get out there, stretch, you know, <laughs> put some green shit down your mouth. Yeah. What are my what are my three pandemic laws? Uh, uh stay hydrated, eat some green shit, and stay loose. Like stay just stay right. limber. Like right. that, that's it. Then and the rest comes from there. And I, I presume you're already brushing your teeth and washing your hands. I thought I feel wow. like we, I, I feel like we get that, that out of the way. But those, that, to round it out with five to make it a fistful, that would be <laughs> right. that would be it. Yeah, that'd uh, be the wash one your, that wash your sack. I don't think many. I don't think a lot of people do that. Uh, that so base Which one is weird. base one. Teach kids how to wash their ass. Yeah. Part of the education system, right? I mean. Yeah. Here, here, interesting. I'll go real personal on the podcast. I don't think Mrs. Rain would be upset about this, but like it was, <laughs> mommy would do bath time predominantly. We have a pretty good split. You now she takes care of all the boys' laundry and her laundry. I do my laundry. It's, right. it's just too much, like for one person to do like everyone's laundry the way we're set up, anyways. And some some households, are, whatever, mom's doing all the laundry, but we're set up differently. Uh, but she would do bath time a lot and sometimes it would just be easier to do a shower and big g's just turned four and i was like and this is the the brilliance to see somebody re change their train of thought in a moment Mm -hmm. in an instant like i saw a switch go off and like and to but and kudos to me for being able to express it but (laughs) mommy and kid shower time needs to stop at a certain age what is that age? Well, I don't know. I was like, well, I think it's 
tomorrow. And it was his birthday. I was like, you know, like I four. Yep. I was like, and she's like, well, because she, you know, it's it's a bonding time. Bonding they're, time. They're, sure. They're fine, and we have our bonding time in in our our ways. And she, and I was like, there comes an age when a young boy should not see his mother naked anymore. And she just like, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, so it was just like, yeah, okay, so cool. So now that's just something added to my plate. So just, I guess, specificities of parenting or, you know, dadding is another thing we do as well. Just talk about specifically, you know, all right, what do you got? What do I got? What are the roles and responsibilities? Because they're different. Mm -hmm. They're different, especially two boys and, and a mom. I mean, it's a real... And which changes a, or adds in a dynamic of relationship between mom and, and dad as far oh, as... Oh, yeah. Because, uh, you know, you want some bad motherfuckers. You want them to have a certain level of hardness and not be too soft. However, they still need some softness sure. and mother's nurture and love. And it's tough to grit your teeth sometimes. But uh, the, I guess the way I've looked at it, I was like, my time is just going to come. And I watch it come more and more as as the uh, as the days get. as the days go on it's just i see where a dad's role is and just still learning it was never taught this right. dad thing so that's why part of the reason why i asked like what it's specific what is something specific you know just about your household dynamic just to help just to put something out there oh, yeah. just for for parents young parents and especially as times are are changing and 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 you know but as they're always changing yeah. They're always going to be changing. There's always a new administration coming in. There's always a new hot button topic. There's always a new source of information. It's, oh, yeah. it's uh, yeah. So we roll with it. We roll with the punches and recalibrate and adjust and 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 live with a life being pandemic ready. It helps give you the clarity, right? To to do such to do those things. Just love, man. Just have love in your heart. Like that. You don't have to be a, a man or a woman or any, like, just have that, you know, and then start from there and then be pandemic ready, right? Get there, right? But being pandemic ready without love in your heart, it's going to be really, you might be ready, but you're going to be lonely too. You know what I mean? So it's like, have that humanity to you while being a badass, right? Like no one likes a hard ass that's unemotional, right? The most influential human beings that I've ever come across are people who give a shit. They're they're sharp as a tack. They're and they care, right? They 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 you can t you can tell that when they're talking to you, they they love, and they're not coming from a I'm better than you. They're coming from a I want to understand you, right? I don't care about what I have. I don't care about what you have. I care about us right now, right? talking right now i don't care about anything else those are the best people and i think it starts with just love i can't define it though that's it yeah no let's wrap up on that done everybody be cool check on a vet and hug your loved ones that's right Cheer! right on man